The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. John D. Rockefeller, who was America's first ever billionaire, was once asked the question, How much money is enough? His answer to this was very telling. Just a little bit more. The human heart is never truly content so long as it seeks its contentment in earthly things. There's always going to be a newer and better model of our latest acquisitions. There will always be other people who have more than we do. There will always be people who have things or goods or circumstances that we desire for ourselves. This is the problem of covetousness. It is a heart disposition that goes beyond mere admiration or aspiration. It is a hostile stance that causes one to be upset over what other people have and what one does not have. Question 81 of the Catechism asks, What is forbidden in the Tenth Commandment? Answer, the Tenth Commandment forbids all discontentment with our own estate, envying or grieving at the good of our neighbor, and all inordinate motions and affections to anything that is his. The Tenth Commandment is concerned with the habits of our hearts. A covetous heart envies and grieves the good of our neighbor. This heart jealously applies not only when someone else gets what we've been wanting, but also when we see in other people things or goods that we secretly believe should be ours. The thinking behind covetousness is this. It is wrong for you to have that because I want it. Jesus once told a parable to illustrate the danger of covetousness. In Luke chapter 12, verses 13 to 21, we read, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, 
You have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. According to Jesus, the true remedy against covetousness is being rich toward God. What this means is that we must recognize God as our highest and greatest good. When we do, we begin to realize that, as the psalmist puts it, a day in God's courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk uprightly. The Tenth Commandment forbids us from all discontentment with our own estate because it is teaching us that our contentment must lie in the true knowledge of God as our greatest treasure and inheritance. It is as we embrace Him as the loving giver of all good things that we realize that He is the greatest good in our lives, guarding us against discontent and covetousness. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.